is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. What's good? BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Thursday, March 31st. Thanks for being here. I am Jerem Jordan, teamed up with the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Jason Thank Shepard. Thank you very much. I and, appreciate it. And collector of vintage leather helmets, Jason Shepard. One does not have anything to do with the other. We're not saying that I'm so old <laughs> that I wore a vintage leather helmet like our own Jack DeMooney. Everyone's America's uncle, Jack DeMooney. <laughs> America's uncle. I love it. <laughs> this is one of the best pictures I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> After a great conversation with Coach Shalana stocking my teammate Jim Thorpe, <laughs> I made the decision to commit to the game. Jack DeMooney running around is going to be fun, man. Jack DeMooney doing anything is always fun. You know if <laughs> Jack picture. is involved, it's going to be entertaining. So that's Jim Thorpe's helmet then. I was thinking it was Boney Fuller's helmet, question mark? And maybe Boney Fuller's helmet is did, did, Jack uh, DeMooney's. Did, did Boney and uh, Jack play the other way on the same team? I think they did. I think they also went clubbing in uh, Provo at whatever <laughs> that dance studio was, uh, you know, off 5th uh, South uh, or 5th West. Okay, here's your show lineup. Is this BYU football's best shot at a New Year's Six game this fall, or is it going to be a little easier in the Big 12? We'll discuss. We get you ready for the alumni game with Kevin Federick in studio. I've got a jersey for him to sign. Again. Again. Yeah, it's, I've, I've got it. Remember I have a Kevin Federick jersey? Super yeah, I thought random. you were going to wear this. Well, I got excited about the U.S. qualifying for the World Cup. So I thought I'd, I'd, this is actually the 2014 World Cup. So what you're saying is the World Cup means more to you than Kevin Federick, who's coming in. Then, then the Motor City Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kevin Federick. I have his jersey. I bought it as a kid. It was great. And uh, Big Game Boomer basically provides the entire content for the whip. We have like four lists. The C Block is brought to you by Big Game Boomer. Yeah, we well Marisk and Big Game Boomer. But yeah, we had three. Um, you know, we had three lists already, and then one came in like the last second. We're gonna add that in there too. Like, why not add a fourth? Why not? Why not? Uh, reminds me of my favorite city in Idaho, Firth. But first, but first, let's fire up some headlines. Spring football coming to a close today. Follow BYU TV Sports on Instagram for live and on-demand post-practice interviews. That should be right around 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Then it's all about the much-anticipated alumni game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Watch as Royal Battles Navy on the BYU TV app tonight at 8.30 Eastern time. It's going to be a fun time. Let's go. Baseball begins a three-game set at St. Mary's tonight. The Cougars have won six in a row versus the Gales. Listen on BYU Radio 107.9 FM and the BYU Cougars app. Softball hosting New Mexico tonight as part of a doubleheader at Gale Miller Field. The games have been moved up an hour due to potential weather. So tune in to the BYU TV app at 6 p.m. Eastern time for game one. Game two will follow 30 minutes after the conclusion of game one. You know, it wasn't moved up uh, due to weather, the alumni game. So I better bring a jacket outside because you're at least going to be in the press box of Miller Park. Yeah, I will be in the press box, so I will be covered. I would say a jacket and an umbrella just to be safe. And a good attitude. Yes. <laughs> Track and field is competing at the UVU Howe Wing Collegiate Invitational starting today. Number 21, BYU Gymnastics competes today in the 2022 National Collegiate Women's Gymnastics Championship Regionals in Seattle, Washington. That will be at 4 Eastern time. BYU will be competing against number 25, Washington, number 5, Alabama, and number 12, Michigan State. Today, you can check out the live stream on ESPN+. By the way, the top four teams will continue to the third round of competition 
on Saturday. Women's team hosts Oregon uh, in tennis uh, today. It's first home match in over a month. Men play at UC San Diego today as well. And two of the greatest BYU women's soccer players to ever put on the uh, the jersey or the kit, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, faced off last night in the NWSL. They are best friends. Michaela Clough of the Orlando Pride taking on Cameron Tucker and Gotham FC last night. Gotham took the win 1-0, and I love saying Gotham. Cameron Tucker was heard after the game to say, I am vengeance. (laughs) All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. I need the blue goggles for this. All right, let's see if I can do another good slide. Not as good. That's all right. That was kind of a a seven and six slide. Let's embrace a blue goggle topic right out of the gate. Let's go. This program, BYU Football, has won a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, among many other amazing accomplishments. In this, the modern era of BYU football, the New Year's Six, and within that, the playoff era, and making a New Year's Six game, is the next step. So, Shep, is BYU's best chance at that this season with this schedule as an independent or sometime in the future in the Big 12? It's an interesting conversation to have because right now I'm not 100% sure I know the answer to it. And the reason why is because there's still so many unknowns about the Big 12. Yes. The one thing that you do know going in that BYU does not have at its disposal right now is the automatic berth by winning your conference championship. So you have you, you immediately go into a conference where you know if you win the conference, you're going to play in at least a New Year's Six game. So for that reason, you would say, well, of course, it's going into the Big 12. But right now, the unknowns that we don't have in terms of what this looks like for BYU is what's the divisions going to look like? Who's BYU going to face on a yearly basis? Who are they going to face more than than another team. So you don't really know what type of competition year in and year out you're going to have. So I think as of today, right now I'm going to lean towards this upcoming season because we know more about it. We know more about what the team is that will actually be playing this schedule. We know that the offense should be very, very good. We know that they have a quarterback that is a proven quarterback at the collegiate level and has certainly has aspirations of playing in the NFL. In a year. In a year. So we know that the offense, what it can do. We know that with a healthy defense, what is possible with this team. We know what they were able to do last year with a lot lot of guys playing, coming into backup roles, playing significant time. So I think we know more about it now. And then when you look at the schedule, this schedule, I think. I thought it was schedule until just right now. It is schedule. I had no idea. It is it is schedule. I think you, you start out South Florida. Baylor, that's that's a massive game in week two. I wish two. Baylor Romney could play against Baylor. Baylor you know against Baylor. Come on. At Oregon, which is never easy to go to Autzen Stadium, but Wyoming. You have Utah State at home. The game at Notre Dame or versus Notre Dame in Vegas will be huge. Arkansas. You have enough teams on here that you're going to be given credit for playing them, but you also have games East Carolina in Provo, Utah Tech. Live on BYU Live TV. on BYU t- there's, a, there's a chance to get the win. So I think right now, because I know more about what this team will be this year, I will say this year's chances are better. I'll add the uh, – uh, and I agree with you. It's hard to know exactly what the Big 12 is going to be like right now. We don't <laughs> – I'll add – we don't even know if it's eight or nine games. Right. We yeah, had Bob Bolsby in here, the commissioner of the Big 12. He said he would prefer nine. So those are all uh, up in the air. Let me argue for the Big 12 era. 
Because I, I feel you on this year. I think there's uh, BYU has a chance, should it be uber successful. You have to have zero or one losses. Right. There's, yes. BYU cannot go beyond one loss. Yes. Here's my argument for the Big 12 era. Yes, it's going to be hard year in, year out to play that amount of P5s. Granted, okay, BYU plays four this year. I would argue that Boise State is P5 equivalent, right? Uh, sorry, BYU plays five uh, plus Boise State six. So you're only like three off there. But still, that's a significant add. In the Big 12, if you are a two-loss team, you have a pretty good shot at a New Year's Six. Right. If you're a two-loss team as an independent this year, you're, you're, you don't have a good shot. You're, da- you're out. You're out. You're out. Last year, this last year, the chips fell to where BYU was actually pretty close with two losses. Normally, that's not the case as an independent in this situation. BYU had to have seven P5s and, uh, you know, just to, just to kind of hang and went six and one, but still wasn't. Wasn't in, right? Uh, maybe if Oklahoma State stops Baylor at the goal line in the Big 12 title game, maybe Bowie actually gets in. I'm not sure. But this team was banged up, uh, you know, against UAB. We, I don't think we wanted that team to roll out in a near six game and play a way better team. Just pointing that out, too. But I think in the Big 12, the margin for error is larger. Sure. But also, it's just tougher overall. Right. So and and we hope that BYU is in the Big 12 for the foreseeable future like until Jesus comes back, we hope BYU is in that league, right? So there's going to be a long amount of time to be able to amp up to that. Texas and Oklahoma lose, not really worried about Texas. Independent BYU took care of Texas a couple times, two out of three times, right? It's Oklahoma that would have been tough. They're going to leave. Who's who's the clear alpha in the league? I don't know. Oklahoma State, like it's there's going to be it'll be more Pac twelve ish than we think where, hey, if you can get through this relatively unscathed, get to the Big Twelve title game and win, you're in, baby. And if you're the second team and you have two losses, maybe even three, depends on the year. And if they expand the playoff to twelve teams, the New Year six is essentially twelve teams right now. Uh, then you got a shot. So I, I'm thinking it's probably in the Big 12. One of the things, and we actually touched on this a little bit yesterday, another thing that I, I think at least potentially helps BYU this year with its argument is we've seen teams in BYU situation, I think Cincinnati is a perfect example of this. It takes a couple of years to get on people's radar, and it's and the committee's going to say – And the window's short. Yes, and they're, they're not going to put you in the first time if you're close. But if they see a pattern – Eventually, there's going to come a point where you, point. your, your yep. resume cannot be ignored. And BYU, if they put themselves in a situation where they're in the running again, this is now would be three years in a row where they've been knocking on that door. Yes. Now, granted, I'm not sure that I anticipate the NCAA or any committee ever giving BYU the benefit of the doubt. That's your, your <laughs> but, tinfoil hat but what yeah. But what I'm saying is I think you've now shown a proven track record that they can't ignore, and it's like okay, With they, the last two years. Yeah, well, the last this if they do it this year, it would be three years. Yes, where you're you're knocking on that door, and I yes. think maybe then at that yep. point That's they're like point. okay, they've proven themselves, and maybe you do get more of a benefit of the doubt than you would otherwise. I love and hate that. Let me tell you why. I love it because it's true. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati had to uh, you know do this two years in a row to yep. get into the playoff. Yep. Boise State had to do it a couple years in a row to get. You know, uh, and they're undefeated. You're going to reward them. But ask Marshall and uh, who is who is the other one? Uh, Tulane, who went undefeated early on in the '90s. They didn't get the shot. Right. But late, you know, later, um, other teams like Boise State and TCU from the outside got got the shot. BYU is the team on the outside for one more year. Yet, I hate that 
if the answer truly is this year, it's like, well, what's the point in the next era right. of BYU football? The point is to get the point is to get to a New Year's Six game. I would love for BYU to win the Big Twelve at some point. That feels super hard to be the second best team in that league. Obviously, is easier than being the first, the best team. Ask Utah. It took eleven years to actually get right. to the Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. To actually go to one of those games as a member of a Power Five league, it takes time. Like, will BYU do it faster than eleven years? It might be a minute. But this we know. Ralph Sokolowski knows numbers, <laughs> and he has crunched some numbers relative to years ending in two. This just in, it's 2022, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has averaged 7.4 wins. This is the last 50 years. In years ending in two. Yeah. That's, it's not going to be seven or eight wins this year. In, in years, it, it's going to be hopefully not. We looked, he had yesterday inning in one, one inning was in like three. Ten like, wins. like one and three were really, really good. And then. Well, I like that next year in the Big 12. In, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, two, 7.4. Well, I'm trying to think. 82, eight and four. 92 was a good year, but it was like a. Like a nine and four, eight and five kind of year. I can't remember exactly. Again, going back 02, 50 years. 02 was a losing record. 12 was an eight and five year. Yeah. So it, it this, makes sense. This will be the best year ending in two in the last 50 years. I promise. I, lo- I this, love, this, I love this, the optimism. This team is too good to be in that category right there. Right? Right here. This stat sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Our question of the day. What is BYU's best chance at a New Year's Six this season or in the Big 12? Let's hope it's in the future, too. Can it be both? Let's hear from you in Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Brother Ben Peterson on Twitter. I think next year will be easier. A Big 12 schedule is going to be tough to navigate. It is going to take some time to learn how to be competitive in the Big 12. So by next year, I think I think he means this, year. this, yes, the upcoming gotcha. season, yes. The next, yep. Is it this or is it next? We have seen this from other schools when they have joined power conferences. There is a learning curve to be had. Yes, and Utah any, anybody went that five and yes. seven in two of the first three years. Anybody that does not expect a learning curve in both football and basketball, is, basketball is going to be steep. Like, like, look, football less so. I would agree with that because yes, BYU's would, loaded up the last couple of years. Yes, to, to the point where I've been whining about it for years. In reality, not knowing the Power Five invite was coming. It's like, oh, no, this is a ramp up so that when you play nine conference games, uh, sorry, ten power fives, if you play one P5 out of the three non-con, if it's nine games, that you were ready in some way. There will be a learning curve. Everybody goes through this. When you take that next step up, very, very rarely do you ever jump in immediately and are right at the top. You have to kind of feel your way through to figure out where you fit. I'm trying to think, like, <laughs> who just jumped in with two feet and were like, "Yeah, I'm in the deep end and I'm I'm good." It no, it'll it'll it, take it a takes time, and that's okay. And it's th- to be expected. And think who uh, think about who BYU won't have going into the Big Twelve if Jaron Hall plays well. Jaron Hall, right? Perhaps Puka Nakua, perhaps Blake Freeland, and uh, other O linemen defensively. Uh, you got some ballers in uh, Peyton Wilgar, perhaps. Yeah, there were Healy. only five guys the at secondary. Pro Day this year. There may be a significantly um, you know, larger the number secondary next year. may have a bunch. We've had these. I feel like all these cornerbacks played in the 2018 Wisconsin game. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. Like freshman, 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 freshman. Yeah. So okay, yeah. Let's hope it's this year, but let's also hope it's the Big 12. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see yeah how quickly that learning curve uh, dissipates. Is it uh, you know hey by the third year BYU's now competing for a title because I I don't necessarily think BYU quickly will compete for a title or even do that regularly per se. What I'm hoping is BYU is kind of in that top three or four of uh, you know the twelve teams Be- and. Something we haven't talked about is we don't know that the American three, the AAC three that are coming mm-hmm. in, they're coming in in 23 as of now. They're coming in in 24. They have to get out of their league a year early to join with BYU. Which I think so it's gonna ultimately be a, they will do. I hope so, yeah. I would love for it to be a 14-team league for two years through 23 and 24, and then in 25, Texas-Oklahoma leave, and then it's a 12-team league at that point. It's like, okay. Let's go. But it, it's going to be uh, rather interesting um, with, okay, yeah, how does Houston do right away? Because in football, Houston's good. In basketball, they're really good. Yes, they are. UCF is not the same in football without, uh, you know, Josh Heupel and uh, Scott Frost before that. And, again, to your point, their window was small, too, where they went boom, 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 like three years, two, two years, and it was like poof, gone. Because Frost leaves, Heupel's still good, but BYU blew him out in the book for Tone Bowl. Well, in, in, in speaking of, of Houston in football, Dana Holgerson signing a contract extension through 2027. So all of these teams that are going in, all of these new teams, they've all locked up their coaches long term. Dana's interesting, too, because he's the rare dude that left a P5 to go to a G5. Right. Not knowing Houston would be invited. He was at West Virginia, right? Yeah, what's, what's the dynamic going to be like with um, teams on BYU's level, if you will? Because I feel like BYU is, uh, you know, competes right away as at least a middle-of-the-pack Power 5 team. I 100% agree, a at TCU, least. A TCU, a West yes. Virginia type, right, where it's like, yes, can BYU go 8-5 and five and hopefully 5-4 and four in league? Yes. It, we, and we still don't, again, to your point, we still don't know a lot of uh, answers to questions about how many games, how, who, what division – that will dictate a lot. Like, and we, we're going to know those answers within the next month fall. and a half. You would think, yeah, yeah, because this summer, April and May is when those decisions in terms of the division are going to be made. Bob Bowlesby told us in October they typically announce their conference schedule for the next year. So in October, we hope to know. Oh my gosh, exactly. Who be always playing on what day? Oh my gosh. Also, brace yourself, Cougar Nation, for this. We are used to autonomy. We have let go of quite a bit of that autonomy relative to a schedule, to TV rights, to da 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 This is part of joining the club, okay? We've walked into a place where we're not the big dog. Just just brace yourself for a little bit of discomfort in that way, but also that BYU is going to cash some checks it's never cashed before. That's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. All right, coming up, what does rotisserie chicken have to do with the BYU-Utah rivalry game? Great. And Kevin Federick, QB1 of the Royal team, is in the house for tonight's alumni game. We'll chat with him why he's going to beat Max Hall and the Navy team. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Marisk, enabling global trade for a growing world. Tonight is softball, doubleheader tonight against New Mexico. Due to some weather, the games have moved up an hour. Watch the action beginning at 6 Eastern on the BYU TV app. I will be joined on the broadcast by former Cougar Riley Jensen. Dude, she's a baller. Yeah, I'm excited. That's going to be awesome. Okay, he is Jason. I'm Jeremy. This is BYU Sports Nation. Don't forget to interact with the show. Get some uh, what we think is good content. Sometimes it's just mediocre. Sometimes it's amazing. Shout out to our social team on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Let's whip it. 
Cougar Whip Round is presented by Marisk, your integrated container logistics company enabling global trade for a growing world. Okay, this begins the big game boomer portion of our show. <laughs> uh, BYU <Yes>. is ranked 21st in Big Game Boomers' top 25 football programs of all time. Okay. Too high, too low, or just right? Above Utah, so just right. Uh, I, I <laughs> By think, the way, Utah's not in this. Yeah. Uh, I think 21st is a good spot. I I, I do. Yeah. I think so you're going to go just spot. right. Yeah, I think so. Give me my porridge. There, okay. I, I'm not going to argue. If you're in the top 25 of football programs all time, can you, can you nitpick something? Like, Probably, like, but look, like, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I'm not going to complain that they're in the top 25. So I'm, I'm like you, I'm just right. I'm like, fine with it. Like, should BYU be above Georgia Tech? Like, they had some really good programs and uh, teams in the past. Some of BYU's greatest teams, obviously, were mostly in the yeah. past. Look, like I said, if you could sit and dissect Michigan it, State, but I'm, I'm going to be fine that they're in the top 25 right now. Ahead of Wisconsin, definitely ahead of UCLA. It hasn't done jack squat in a long time. Okay, <laughs> just in a long time. Austin Colley is 79th on Big Game Boomers' best receivers of all time. Is he the best BYU receiver ever? To me, he is, yes. I, I, I think he's the guy that set the standard, and that's until somebody comes along yes. that, that is better than him, watch, he, he watch will be this, that guy. Watch the stiff arm. Three, two, one, and stiff. Nice. Uh, let me quantify how great Austin Colley is. He is the following in the three big categories as a receiver, despite not playing a senior year. He's third in catches, 45 behind Cody Hoffman. Second in yards, 357, and second in touchdowns, three. You don't think if this guy played one year, he could have double or triple all those numbers? Oh, I know Except for the 45 catches, he'd have, you know, like 90. He would have numbers that would be really hard to beat, okay? He's the GOAT. Yep. I have Cody Hoffman number two on my list. I love Cody as well. All right. Fantastic. More from Big Game Boomer. He uh, asked for the worst encounters with different college fan bases. I think you can so, probably see where this is going. This is so good. Uh, Tyler Farrell, or Pharrell, uh, tweeted out. That, that tattoo coop. Yeah. Uh, tweeted out that at a Utah game, a fan threw a rotisserie <laughs> chicken at him when walking to a what? game at Rice Stadium. Classic Ute move. Then last year, Kalani said uh, Georgia Southern fans were throwing burritos at them at the sideline. So what it are they, begs, Jack Black? So it, it begs the question, Jerem, would you rather have somebody throw you a rotisserie chicken or a, a burrito at you? Which I one are you? I don't think they're throwing it throwing it to me. They're throwing it at me, sure, right? Yes. I, okay, once upon a time, my uh, big Cougar fan, Uncle Connell, was a Utah student. Okay. And huge BYU fan. He was at the U. I don't know why. Um, but and I went to the game with him, 98. You know who the quarterback was in that game? Kevin Federick, who we'll chat with in a few moments. In the student section there, I'm in BYU gear with like eight other people. I don't know what we're doing there. I would I would definitely not do this now. But they uh, they threw donuts at us. <laughs> One of the people in our group caught it and just ate it. And I thought, is that poison? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like 15. Yeah. Like if you can catch it and it doesn't land on the yeah. ground, that's free food for you. Yes. Although it was thrown with malice. Do you really want to consume okay, so, that but energy? You haven't answered the question. Do you want the burrito thrown at you or the chicken? Both feel messy. Yes. Um, chicken, probably a little cleaner. The burrito, like, could split open. Right. Now you got beans and rice. And yeah. was ranch on it? Was it from Costa Vida or Cafe Rio? Like, what? What? Yeah. So probably a rotisserie chicken that was probably five bucks at Costco. Okay, this will not surprise you. Because I am so much about all that protein, I want that rotisserie you chicken. You want the chicken. Because I'm going to catch like it. nibbling on I'm it. I'm going to yeah. catch it, and then I'm going to eat it. So that's what's happening. 
Feathers and all. I'm going to be like a catcher behind home plate, ready to catch that bad boy and then just devour it. All the BYU fans from like 80s and 90s is like, a tortilla. What are you talking about? We throw a tortilla. <laughs> nice. It'd be a burrito. Very nice. BYU has four tight ends on Big Game Boomer. Again? Top Big Game Boomer. Just providing content on May 30, March 31st. It's not make way yet. Top 100 tight ends of all time. Is BYU tight end you? It's QBU. Is it also tight end you? Number two, Gordon Hudson. Rest in peace. Number 20, Chris Smith. Number 54, Tulamili. Number 68, he who shall not be named. <laughs> By the way, did you did you hear the Max Hall interview when we said if we could entice Dennis to play, if we guaranteed he could tackle you? Yeah. Your thoughts? Would you would you allow Dennis no. to tackle you? No. Oh. I, I'm too shifty for Dennis. <laughs> okay. Those hips? Sure. You couldn't catch me with those hips. Is it tight end you? Uh, you can only be one you. We've had a lot of tight ends here, but we're quarterback you. That's what BYU is. It's quarterback you. Thanks, that doesn't Frank. that doesn't mean you can't have other great positions. We could also be linebacker you. We could have a lot of great linebackers that come out of the program. Yeah. But we're but BYU is QBU. It's QBU. Yes, hundred percent. Although I love, I love a good BYU tight end because yes. they've been amazing. Yes. And, and like there are there are probably some other uh, you know fellas we could uh, consider on this list, but to have four on this list is pretty incredible. And Tula Mealy. Chad Lewis, uh, you know, told us yesterday, we didn't, I actually shot that highlight that we just showed of Dennis. Kind of a shame <laughs> that was used. I'm, I thought I, I thought I deleted all those highlights. Um, yeah, it's been amazing. Like the top 10 tight ends of your history. It's like, let's, let's stack that up against right. almost anybody. Right. Let's go. All right. The U.S. qualified for the World Cup yesterday, which yeah. begins in November due to the scorching heat in uh, Qatar. During the summer, I'm a Qatar pronunciator, uh, not Qatar. Cutter. Yes, I say Qatar. I say Qatar. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'd like to go to this. I, I don't know if, if that's 100% accurate. I don't really care. We we obviously don't. Like I'm never going to go there, so I. Accuracy point, is not a staple yeah. of this program. All of you know that. Okay, so here's the question. That's in November. Will you be more invested in football season or the World Cup by the time it starts? Does BYU have four plus losses <laughs> at this point? If they don't, then it's. So I listen. You and I know this. We can do both. Yes. There's we, you and I are dipping our toes in all kinds of pools here with teams. Yes. Like one track month. And November is one of the busiest months of the year. Yes. We have the basketball begins. Because Men's when and you, women's basketball. Because football, when you add the women's soccer. You add su you sound super naive and old. <laughs> the basketball begins in November. What is it for you? Uh football. Yeah. It's yeah. football. It, yeah. it will be football. It's always And I football. mean like American football. Yeah. But this is a volleyball school. And last but not least. Softball plays New Mexico in a doubleheader today. I, I don't know if you're aware of this. I, I better calling, be aware. I'm calling. Since you're calling the games, what is your favorite memory of BYU New Mexico? There are so many. Um, I, I, this is probably a little recency bias, but I was able to call a grand slam hit by Jaron Hall at New Mexico. That's so, pretty cool. So dude. that was that's the memory that I'll stand. There, there's a lot of because of this so much history between these two programs yes. in all these different sports. I mean, you have the hair pulling incident. It's a lot, a lot of that Crazy. stuff. And I think a lot of people may go that direction. But for me, it's being able to call a Jaron Hall Grand Slam in Albuquerque in a blowout victory for the Cougar baseball uh, team over the Lobos. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. Uh, it's got to be Jimmer 52 uh, in the semifinals of the 2011 Mountain West Conference Tournament. What a game. Not only does he set the single game scoring record, he sets the career record on the same play! Like, what in the world? You could not dial that up. Like, script writers could not make that up. That was amazing. He scored 52 with one freaking free throw, too. Unbelievable. Just 
Oh, it, was it was so good. It was amazing. It was fun. It was fun to sit and watch that in person and just, ah, it was amazing. Wasn't, wasn't Spencer, wasn't, he was, one of you were gone for the, the two Jimmer years, right? Spencer was. Oh, yeah. I, this hey, just in. I, I've been here the whole time. Okay. So, well, yeah, because you, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I can't. I was would, sidelining the games this senior year. Look, yeah. you go out for two years. You're out there serving the Lord. But imagine those. No, no, no. no he was working in Grand Junction. Ah, he okay. graduated. But I, there's there's yeah. been people like like if you're a jazz fan, yeah. there their two years were the like, two we finals. We missed 97, 97 and, 98. and 98. And you missed the like the two yes. Jimmer years. Tough. Certainly his senior season. I missed I missed two losing BYU football seasons. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> I do want to mention this one. In 1998, BYU beat New Mexico at the pit. They had this long winning streak. Uh, Coach Cleveland's first year, they were ranked 16th. It was a one-win team the year before. They went into the pit and won against a ranked Lobos team, and it was unbelievable. Not only did they win, they won by 21. Wearing the black unis, that's one of the best uh, games ever. Also, shout out to Albuquerque, who we know consumes the show. One of our most uh, consumed demos outside of Salt Lake. Shout out to the homies in Albuquerque. We love Breaking Bad as well. By the way, if I would have thought about the comment I just made about Spencer being on it, Spencer is much older than that. (laughs) (laughs) There's no chance he was on his mission in 2010. Spencer's older than I am. So, yeah, I'm the young buck here. Yeah, Yeah. all right. (laughs) (laughs) On your birthday. If I had thought about that, there was no chance that that was accurate. All right, coming up. Sign this NDA. (laughs) Kevin Kevin Federick will preview uh, tonight's alumni game. One of the two quarterbacks in this bad boy. Let's go, and we draft our fantasy rosters for tonight's game. We'll tell you the point system, little snake draft, who's going number one. This is BYU Sports Nation. about almost going to Texas A&M. Also, the 2006 Classic versus Utah and working with Roger Staba. Listen to it on the BYU Radio app or where podcasts are found. Some fun stories in that one. Part two coming up uh, in two weeks as well. No show this weekend with General Conference. We'll be back in a week. Okay, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B. We got the BYU football alumni game tonight on the BYU TV app, 8.30 Eastern time, Royal versus Navy. But we're throwing that out the window. We want to have a fantasy draft tonight where we are going to have a a snake draft. Mm -hmm. And the draft's not tonight. It's right now. Five players each. You can pick one quarterback. A TD pass. Um, is one point a uh, you know uh, a, a pick is one point is that minus one point and then uh, a TD received or rushed is two points okay, okay? you so, get the first pick yes. because it's your birthday okay all right I'll take it I'll and, take it and as co-host you uh, okay. I will go. so who do you pick first uh, I am going to take uh, one Maxwell Hall mm. uh, Max Hall will be my number one overall pick in the BYU alumni game fantasy draft do we have to say Every time, like very formally, like the second pick in the BYU football. No, I don't alumni. think so. Okay, I sweet. don't think so. Okay, since you already picked a quarterback. Yes. And I'm going to pick Kevin. I'm going to save it to pick five because I want to get the best pos- other positional players. Oh, I possible. wonder how Does Kevin's going to feel that you're going to take him last. Kevin knows I like him. He doesn't know me. Um, I'm picking him fifth because I know he's going to be there. You can't take another quarterback. Yeah, there's two quarterbacks. Yeah, so I'm going to go right now and okay. go get Curtis Brown. I'm getting Curtis Brown, okay. who was the all-time leading rusher until Harvey Yunga took that from him. I, I like Curtis in this one. Okay, so you're going to go traditional and go first yes. pick running back. Yes. Next. Okay, next one. 
As I look at the roster. Yes, because you get back-to-back with the snake. Who is going to work super hard, almost too hard in this game? Mitch Matthews. Mitch Matthews is going to go super hard. He's still fit. He's going to catch a couple of touchdown passes. I love Mitch as we see him in this one. In, tonight, he could be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to select my first running back. And the guy I'm going to go to, it's a very easy decision for me. I'm going to go with one Harvey Unga. Ooh, that's a big pick going off the board. Harvey Unga, I like. I I expect I, he could have a big night tonight. He really could. I think Harvey is uh, gonna just play it cool. He's not, he always plays he's it gonna, cool. He's and gonna he's gonna, gonna rack up the stats. He's gonna defer, and he's not gonna do as much as you're hoping for. Okay, I well, love we'll, Harvey. We'll but see. I, I think he's gonna defer. I think Harvey. He's going he's in like, maybe I'm with that mindset, stuff. but yeah. he's like when he gets, I was like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm gonna show all these guys in the running back room that maybe doubted how good I was. I want to show them right now. This is the moment. <laughs> Okay, All right, so back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Okay. This one, I'm actually excited about this pick because I think this could be one of those ones yeah. that really pays off for me. You have a lot of options here. Who you yes, with? I'm going to go with one, and I'm going to go wide receiver here. Okay. Aaron Roderick. Oh. Here's why. I would not have guessed Aaron going this high. Not just because he's a good receiver. Yeah. I think there's going to be – a conscious effort to get the current staff who are former players involved. Because they'll hook you up with swag maybe a few And, days. look, you want to help out the offensive coordinator a little bit, you know. You got to give him his due. He's out there calling plays during the year. Make him, make him feel good. Get a couple passes away. So I'm going to go with Aaron Roderick as my number one wide receiver tonight. It's a terrible pick, let me tell you what. <laughs> wow. Because Aaron and Harvey are on the staff. They're not going to push it. They're going to just, like, let the other guys – they're already around BYU. They don't need this moment. Other guys are like, I am back, baby. But I think I'm scoring will, touchdowns. I think they will be, they will be um, blessed for being on the staff. <laughs> Therefore, they will be given some opportunities okay. to be able to shine. I'm not saying they can't. I just think they'll play it cool. Okay, that's fine. This, this is, this is uh, who wants to actually work hard tonight. Situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. Uh, my, my A mocking s- of picks. <laughs> Okay. I won't. They were terrible. My my <laughs> my next pick. I'm taking Cody Hoppin. I think I think Cody Hoppin is gonna keep it cool, but he's too good not to have a touchdown catch tonight. Okay. And then my next pick. I need a tight end. Mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously there's two names that stick out here. It's just which one I go with. One of them's gonna be mad at me. <sighs> Sorry, Chad. I'm going to Tula Mealy. Oh wow. The Tula Mealy is back, baby. Chad was on this show yesterday talking yep. to you, and you're going a Tula Mealy. <laughs> yes, I love. Sorry, Chad. You know, you know, Tuli's good. I need to take a Tula. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to also take a tight end, okay. and I would have taken Chad Lewis first anyway. So I'm very very happy you're declaring intention that I get to pick Chad Lewis with my fourth pick in tonight's BYU football alumni. It's draft. a great pick. Yes, it really is, and I am hoping. Is Chad going? I'm go hoping hard a hurdle. I'm hoping he, he. He said, "Yeah." He said earlier to yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, maybe working a hurdle." Look oh, at this. look at this! Oh, Arkansas oh, yes. State, ninety-six. I'm telling you, let's go. I am feeling good oh. about Chad Lewis in this game. Play that play one more time. Roll it back. Here it is. Okay, I've never noticed this before. Watch this. Okay, not only does he hurdle the dude once, watch what happens with the dude after. Okay, the dude gets hurdled, he gets up. Tries to tackle the dude again, like comes back. Nope, it was a different dude. He like jumped over another guy on the ground. <laughs> I've never noticed there was like a second mini hurdle. There. Mason Wake is like, it's what? A, it's like he's like it's it's a, it's what? kind of good. Okay, you have another pick. Who, All right, who you got? This one, 
goes back to my rationale. You going to pick a kicker? Or? I'm not going to pick a kicker. Why are there kickers tonight? Are they actually going to kick field goals? I, I am actually curious to see how they handle the kicking duties. Like Johnny Linehan's but here. No, I'm What's not, he going to do? I'm, sorry, Johnny, I'm not picking a kicker. They're going to punt? No, there's no way. They're going for it on fourth. My rationale for going with the former coaches stays put here. Plus, it's also to kind of brown nose the head coach. I was going to say, I feel like you're brown nosing the coaching staff right now. I'm taking Kalani Satake. (laughs) Because if you don't believe that the head coach of the football program is not going to be given some opportunities, you're fooling yourself. I don't think he wants to be a charity case here. (laughs) I'm not saying he is a charity case. No, I'm not I'm just saying he's going to be able to showcase his skills with a Z. He's going to have the opportunity. Presented by fans. Nice. (laughs) Okay. um, It's now my final pick. i got to have my quarterback, Kevin Federick. Okay. I'm excited about Kevin. He doesn't like you. He doesn't like you, Kevin. He picked you last. Okay. Story time. Uh, I've got it. Oh, look at this. Crazy. Uh, I've worn this before uh, on the show, but I have a Kevin Federick uh, jersey here. This is – I've owned this since uh, high school. Because Kevin was uh, my guy. When what do you think about the tan? Um, love it. This is actually from the Motor City Bowl. I, now, I think this was the backup uh, jersey he had. Because in the Motor City Bowl, he was on the ground a lot. He was very <laughs> frustrated. It was, it was a frustrating game for Kevin and the Cougs. So I'm pretty sure that it wasn't washed to that point. But, yeah, I got some tan. I got old school logo here, Mountain West. And, and he then signed the, it. Then the, then the signature. He signed it. So tonight I think I need to get him either to write exactly over it again or just sign it twice. I've, this is 24 years in the making, if my math is right. And it is. I didn't take a math class at BYU. Just have fun. Again, so, math live on the air. Kevin Federick's my guy, dude. All right. Kevin Federick's my guy. Let's okay, go. So we, we have two more of the things we got to get to really quick. Yes. Who wins the game? Royal. Okay, like, I, I, I also have Royal. I don't really care who wins. It's going to be fun. But I think, I, it's I, a, I think Royal wins. I think it's a tortoise in the hair type situation. I think Navy, <laughs> with more of the younger players, comes out early. But then the slow and steady pace of the Royal, dude, they win. Max Hall is going to uh, light us up later because <laughs> we picked against him. And then who's the MVP? Look, again, I'm going with uh, Kalani Satake. I'm going to take Kalani Satake as Kalani? the MVP. Okay. Um, yeah, Kalani's a great pick because if he gets a couple touchdowns here. It's just, again, this is a how hard do you want to play. All right. Oh, we have video of Kalani getting ready for this. Ooh, what is this? Look at that. Oh, the old 34 is being done. He's getting, he's getting ready. He knows he's going to be getting some touches tonight. Listen, now, if this was in, you know, like seven months, he'd have that new dad strength. <laughs> but, you know, he's got that kind of – oh. <laughs> so he's got the – I love that they made these, uh, these custom jerseys for the guys. This that is, is cool. really, really cool. Already cashing them Big 12 checks. That's awesome. Uh, I've got Kevin Federick as my MVP. My guy, Kevin Federick, is going to lead Royal to victory tonight. Okay, coming up. All right. What we got? Uh, Prop picks for tonight's alumni game. There's some weird ones. Will we see a Chad Lewis hurdle? We just uh, How many hamstrings? Will we actually see one? How many hamstrings will be pulled? Plus, my MVP pick uh, will join us as he gets ready for the game. One Kevin Federick. This is BYU Sports Nation. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tune in tonight for the BYU football alumni game as former BYU quarterbacks Max Hall and Kevin Federick lead their teams one more time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Watch the game tonight, 8.30 Eastern on the BYU TV app. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler on the call, Spencer Linton, and Jerem Jordan on the sidelines. Kevin Federick now joins us on the phone. Kevin, welcome to the program, and great to have you, man. How you doing? 
Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, great to be in town. I haven't been here in a couple of years. And, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to this evening. <laughs> yeah, it should be a lot of fun. It's been pumped up quite a bit. We're going to televise it tonight, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, it'll be the greatest one-hand touch broadcast on BYU TV <laughs> in history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah, the last thing I want to do is uh, – running and pull a hamstring or anything out there so. yeah look just it's all, all we ask kevin is you do a lot of stretching before that's really it's really what we ask and look and you said that you haven't been back in a while so we actually before we even get into the game we kind of want to catch up what, what are you doing these days where do you live all that good stuff what's the family situation sure so uh yeah i'm in huntington beach uh, california um i just uh just had a son. He's 10 months old. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't make it. He's a little sick. But, uh, yeah, man, life is good these days. Uh, uh, I'm in the um, hospitality business, so we're, we do a lot of um, window treatments for uh, holiday inns and the Marriott's. So, yeah, keep him busy. Very nice. That's awesome, man. Um, I, I was showing everyone the Kevin Federick jersey I got in high school. My uh, high school basketball coach is Robbie Bosco's brother, John. So actually, it was an auction, and I bought it. Uh, so I've still got it from the Motor City Bowl, although it's pretty clean. Uh, so maybe I'll have to have you re-sign that. It's a signed one tonight. Would that be all right? Yeah, no problem. I've gladly signed that. That'd be <laughs> awesome. That jersey for you. And then we're holding uh, the jersey you'll use tonight, uh, the Royal jersey. So we're going to give it all the good karma we've got. They actually, on the Royals, gave it the, uh, as we saw yesterday with Chad Lewis, kind of this. This old, the old block uh, Y with the black uh, the black outline, shadowing the trim. It's yeah. kinda, it's pretty cool, man. Oh really? Oh great! Yeah, no, I have not seen the uh, the uniforms yet. Uh, we have a whole uh, uh, deal going starting at twelve o'clock, meeting with the big boss Kalani, and then uh, I, we're going to actually have a practice, believe it or not, and then <laughs> uh, and then watch then watch the the real players practice for an hour and a half, and then go over to uh, Lavelle uh, Edwards Stadium and and hopefully put on a good show. What was your reaction when they brought this up to you? I was like, oh, my gosh, I better start training quickly. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't thrown a football in about a year or so. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to go out there. Uh, obviously, i got a very good team behind me. They're, they'll get open. I just got to hopefully hit them, and uh, they'll make the plays. Do you feel obligated to get anybody the ball tonight specifically? Well, obviously the old school guy I definitely want to get Chad, Chad and Atula a couple passes for sure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I talked to Margin Hooks. I guess he's not coming in town. I was looking forward to throwing him a couple passes. But and then Aaron and then uh, you know Aklani. Hopefully he. You know, hopefully uh, we can run a draw and no one tackles them and get, get a touchdown. <laughs> That's what we were thinking. At some point, okay. this is BYU. A draw is going to happen tonight for sure. Right? Also, Kevin, we, we did a, uh, a BYU alumni uh, fantasy football draft, and you literally mentioned <laughs> just everybody that I picked. You mentioned Chad Lewis. You mentioned uh, Roderick. You mentioned Kalani. I'm really going to mm-hmm. need you to come through for me tonight, Kevin. No problem. I, they need to come through for me. I can get them the ball, and hopefully they can make it happen. <laughs> is there nice. is there anybody that's going to be needy that you're going to ignore? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> like if know, Rob Morris they, wants they, to play on offense, do you have to get him yeah, the ball? Exactly. He's probably in my ear trying to get him a a, a pass or something like that. But yeah, I, I got to talk to Rob. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he stays on defense. Are you hoping Chris Hale just shows up in the end zone randomly tonight? <laughs> oh, 
that one of the greatest passes I'll never forget. Actually, absolutely hitting uh, hit him on that uh, play against uh, Washington, uh, 1999. That was, but yeah, if he's playing, that's fantastic. We need some speed. So that would be good. I don't think he is, but it'd be fun if he just showed up for you right at the end there. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. What is that would be fantastic. what is the memory that you hold on to? Is is there a specific play or a specific game that for you is the one you always go back to? Uh, you know, probably that uh, those first two uh, games that we got to be you know on the spotlight on ESPN Thursday Night Football back to back my senior year, uh, the first uh, I guess the Mountain West Conference for the first couple games of the Mountain West Conference, and we played Washington on Thursday, and then we played Colorado State. On Thursday, those are uh, you know everyone's watching games on Thursday night, so that was those are and fortunately we we did well, we we won big and uh, kind of got everything rolling that year. It was great. That was that was an underrated year. I think people forget, and I wanted to ask you about this um, because you're eight and one, the only loss to Virginia in a shootout. Thomas Jones was incredible in that game. Um, Luke, young freshman Luke Staley was doing things. It was awesome. Um, you're eight and one. You're ranked fifteenth going into Wyoming. And then, unfortunately, uh, it was the last Wyoming, Utah, and Marshall. That team was pretty good, and and I don't think we talk about '99 enough. Maybe. No, you're right. Yeah, exactly. We went to uh, Wyoming, and uh, we had everything against us there. The flight, the flight uh, flying in was delayed. When we got in town, we had to stay at a truck stop. Um, we couldn't even get a regular hotel. We were literally in a truck stop because there was a big trial. Uh, going on in the town and all the hotels were are taken and so we're at a truck stop trying to get ready to play you know a pretty big game where i think we were ranked 11 or 12th in the nation there and uh yeah they get they got us they got us good and then obviously the next week we we lost to utah and kind of and then the bowl game so yeah it was kind of a a, bit, a bitter end, ending to my senior uh senior season but again i mean it was it, overall it was a, a fantastic year well, Kevin, we uh, look forward to tonight. It should be a lot of fun. should be uh, serious at times, but mostly just easy. Who knows who takes it too seriously, but it's going to be fun to watch tonight, and we'll make sure we get you this jersey. Okay, no problem. I'd gladly sign it for you. Okay, Kevin Federick uh, joining us on BYU Sports Nation. Fun to catch up with Kevin. It's, it's fun to catch And it's, it's, you know, for people that were around and, and following BYU football at that time, it's fun to be able to – remember these yes. games and talk with these players. It's and you fun. forget he's top 10 in a bunch yeah. of categories. Yeah, like it's, he's, it's phenomenal. He's top 10 in BYU history, which is pretty – that's why I got the jersey. All right, coming up, we make our prop picks for tonight's alumni game. And rise and shout-out to the red, white, and blue. This is BYU Sports Nation. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Many a pylon will be pushed over – no pylon camps tonight, though. Uh, okay, let's go over some prop picks for tonight in the alumni game. First team to score, Royal or Navy? I say Navy. I said they're going to come out strong, but it's going to be Royal. That the, the slow and steady pace will win the game. I'll go Royal. First player to score. First player to score is going to be, I'll say a Tulamili. Okay. I got Curtis Brown. Out of the backfield. Okay. Wheel route. Okay. Uh, over under hamstrings pulled, three and a half. Oh, over. Well, I, wherever you were going to set that number, I was always going to take the over. The original number our producer put in was 10 and a half. Oh, boy. Again, <laughs> I would have taken the over. 10 and a half. <laughs> Holy snackies, you're going to lose money. Uh, I'll go under. I'll go three. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Over under total interceptions. I'm going to say under. Two and a half is the line. Yeah, I'm going to say, I will under. say under. I'll go I think over. think going to be clean. I'll go over. I think these quarterbacks are going to be dialed in. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With all the reps they've been getting. They're practicing, we learned from Kevin Federer. Yeah, they're going to actually get into practice. Will Chad Lewis hurt anybody? Yes, with a capital Y. There's no question he will try to leap someone. I think he'll manufacture a hurdle with someone from the other team. Because if he legit tries to hurdle somebody, that's a hammy. R- I think happen. you're selling Chad Lewis short. He's not short. He's 6'6". Just saying. <laughs> will Johnny Linehan fake a punt? Why is Johnny in this game? I Look, I'm going to say <laughs> yes what? because I hope Why? it happens. We need to Are relive they kicking? That. Are they punting? We need to? We no, need, no, we, we need, need to, to destroy that. We need to be able to have something that we can look back on that's humorous with it. That's why we did the documentary. <laughs> the mockumentary. Which was great. It was really fun. Uh, I say no. Uh, what size jersey will Max Hall have? We were hoping for a medium, but I don't think that's going to be uh, the case. I'm going to say he'll have a large. Go large. large. Yeah. Large yeah. is accurate. Now the shirt underneath. What, what, what that's that's a smidge. What are you doing here? You know, yes, I know. Which means he's he's big enough and strong enough he's to jacked. beat you up by making fun he of him right now. Beat me up. We're homies. Okay. Just because I don't like Dennis. Score. Uh, who scores first, Sataki or Aaron? Uh, I'm gonna say Sataki. He's got, he's got my MVP vote. I'll say Aaron just to be contrarian. Our elite voice of the day on what's BYU's best chance at a New Year's Six this season or in the Big 12 is presented by Sundance Mountain Resort. Jeremiah Hale on Twitter. The Big 12 Conference auto bid makes it mathematically easier. However, this year returning a lot of production, starting ranked, hopefully, mm-hmm. only having five Power 5 opponents. <laughs> only. No extra comp championship game required. Good point. Being familiar with most of the opponents could be a recipe for an easier path. See, that's, what, that's what we discussed. I thought it was an interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. Today's Rise and Shout Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletic. Shout out to the U.S. of A for getting back to the World Cup. Let's USA. Go. Let's go. Our thanks to today's guest, Kevin Federer. And the conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always use hashtag BYUSN. Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Raider DeMooney. See you tonight for a doubleheader of softball, 6 Eastern on the BYU app. BYU football alumni game, 8.30 Eastern on the app as well. Go Cougs!